0: two to tie. Michigan would have to bring it. Oh, he walked. He He walked in and referee missed it. Weber brings it into the front court. They have no timeouts remaining. Oh, he causes too many timeouts. That's a
1: technical foul.
0: He called a timeout. Michigan doesn't have any. He got
1: by with a walk, and Jimmy calls calls a timeout. He doesn't realize
0: that's Michigan's too many, and so it'll be a technical foul. North Carolina shooting and the ball. A huge mental mistake, mental mistake, mental mistake. Episode 33, no timeouts. Rodney, I'm here. Back with Derek. You know, we thought the NBA was gone. Turns out it was only for, what, I think it ended up a 48 hours total. 24-hour boycott, 24 hours to kind of get things back organized. Um, the players, you know, boycotted, you know, for, you know, the injustice of Jacob Blake, police shootings in general. Um, at first, you know things were very murky in terms of the the end goal. Uh, there ended up being an end goal. You know they had some initiatives going. Um, before I before I go, Derek, what are, what are your thoughts on how everything played out? You know, then when with the the final the end goal uh,
1: being shown. Um, when it, when it first came out, uh, obviously we did a podcast and we thought the season was over, and you know we were hoping or we were hoping that they would take it that far. Um, and then we, you know, we realized they didn't have a plan. Uh, it was kind of sprung, sprung on everybody by the bucks, which I wasn't too mad at. Uh, but you need a plan. You need to, after you spring the initial protest, you need to gather everybody down behind closed doors and then immediately come up with a plan, um, immediately come up with objectives. And that was something that you were very critical of them of. Um, I personally wanted to see them cancel the season. I, th- I thought that would have been a stronger statement. I feel like we've we've seen this story before where people say, oh, we're going to play because we can use our platform and blah, blah, blah. And it, it's in the past, it's a, it's, a, it's a noble idea, but we've done that before and we don't seem to get the results that we need. Um, So I wish they would have canceled the season. I wish they would have really used their platform. I really don't feel like NBA players and athletes in general realize how powerful in the platform that they really have. I don't really truly believe they understand that. Right. So um, if
0: – if they i just had a question so if they do i'm just i guess i'm playing you know devil's advocate here a little bit because i'm definitely would have been in favor of canceling the season um but you know there's some people say you know or even me to a certain degree like they're basketball players so what they should be doing not necessarily exclusively playing basketball but playing basketball allows their platform to be its biggest you know its brightest you know i'm sure they can always go on twitter but, you know, how, how many eyes are on Twitter compared to, you know, national television?
1: Yeah,
0: um, yeah. So, I don't know. So, so, in terms of canceling the season, you still feel like
1: – like, what,
0: what impact do you feel like canceling the season would have made versus the 24-hour boycott if, you know, they had these initiatives and the owners agreed, you know, to the initiatives uh, in terms of the voting the voting uh, stations. Um, what was it to start the social justice, coalition. you know, reform coalition, coalition. and that was one other thing that was voting related as well. But like, if those are the things that they wanted and they got them, then why why would they not play? Um, so,
1: yeah, good point. So, um, to finish my first point of, uh, I, it is good that they got those coalitions, I mean, those objectives done. So the boycott wasn't like in vain per se. I do think the boycott. Um was the I mean, I do think what they got done was kinda like the bare minimum, but you know, that's neither here nor there. So you say they're basketball players, and people say this all the time, like their platform is on the court. So I just looked up LeBron James's Instagram numbers, right? He has seventy basically seventy two million Instagram followers. Right. Um let's say half of those are active. So what's that, thirty five?
0: Something
1: like that. So around that number, um, right? And then let's say half of those actually interact with Lebron James's post. So that will put you at what six seventeen 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 five. Yeah, something like that. for For six months, he that platform is amazing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right? You have thirty five million people. I mean, seventeen million people. For just dividing, your you know. Basically 25% of your platform is 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 actively on you. Right. At any given time. And they're acts you can access them by opening up your smartphone. You have such an amazing platform that like if they were to cancel the season, the first thing ESPN would lead with is we're interviewing Chris Paul, we're interviewing LeBron James, and why they're canceling the season. And your platform would still be as strong initially um, as it would be if you're playing basketball. Now, you couldn't do this for 10 years because eventually you fade out of the limelight. But for three or four months, your platform would still be just as strong as it will be in the bubble. So when people say that, I know you're not saying that. I understand. Like, it's a devil's advocate point. <clears throat> but when people say that, I always think about it. Like, companies pay for this. You know, that's why your Super Bowl ads are so high because they're paying for eyes. 17 million people looking at your Instagram poses, that's more than a basketball game. <laughs> like that's more right. than a Tuesday night ba- that's very much more than a Tuesday night basketball game you know what I'm saying that's why you know you pay for pay for click you know what I'm saying you're trying to get your product service whatever your website out in front of X amount of people because you know X amount of people is going to convert to you know X amount of conversions you know what I'm saying I to right. get 10 conversions I need a thousand eyes so they have this platform and they don't even realize it people say well you know George Hill he doesn't have a platform as big as LeBron James. So you know who knows who George Hill is? That is also correct. However, I looked up George's Hill uh Instagram. He has thirty uh three hundred and twenty two thousand followers. So you know I'm not gonna do the quick math on that. Let's just say twenty five percent of his let's let's that's, just that's
0: about that's about eighty ninety, something like that.
1: That's way more than the average person. And what people have to understand is George Hill is a starting point guard. Um start like a, a high role player on, on the best team in the NBA. He's also a former LeBron James teammate. I mean, he's not the most, uh, like he's not like the most, he's not like JR Smith type of famous as a role player. Right. But these, these dudes, he's the starting point guard on the best team in the NBA in a small market in Indiana, which is basic. I mean, excuse me. Um, His Instagram name is Indiana George, but uh, Milwaukee, which is basically, I mean, the Brewers and the Packers, which not is not even technically in Milwaukee. I mean, it's the biggest team in town. These dudes are local celebrities. <laughs> like, right. they can affect so much change in their community, and they don't even understand that. Like, Sterling Brown. Oh, you didn't hear about the Sterling Brown story? Cool. I'm pretty sure people in Milwaukee heard about it. Like, I can name you random players off the 2000 Wizards teams or those early Wizards teams. Right. I'm not even a Wizards fan, but I watched basketball. You know what I'm saying? Chris Whitney, you White. You know, Tracy Murray. Uh, you know what i'm saying these people are like they're so much powerful they have so much more power than that i feel like they can they even know they have and it's all from their phone so like i know you brought this up before in the last podcast but uh like they don't need the media you know like traditional media to get their message out so like playing basketball would it enhances their platform. I, I, like, I definitely agree, but for the sake of, like, six months, like, if they were to boycott and not play basketball for six months, I don't think LeBron James fame is going down in six months. Right. Significantly, compared to, like, if this was, I tend, like, I understand, like, you know, um, while he's a NBA legend and all that, like, um, uh, Dominique Wilkins is obviously not as famous now as he was in 1987. You know what I'm saying? Like, some, like, but we're, that's the course of decades. I mean, and it's still in Atlanta, he probably holds a lot of weight. So these players, like, it's all right there for them. And I don't think they really understand it. So that, that would be my reasoning behind
0: it. Yeah, no, I feel that. I, and I feel like when I first saw all this was happening, like, I think almost selfishly, I really wanted, you know, them to kind of take a bigger stand, uh, kind of, you know, create, you know, some chaos and such. But i think it goes back to my i guess original thinking before any of this happened is just like i just don't think as a community as a black community i mean we're both black um that we can look to our athletes our celebrities our you know just rich people you know businessmen or whoever as the leaders of anything and so you know these like they're basketball players at the end of the day they're basketball players like their job is to play basketball like nowhere in their job description is it you know for them to be the leaders of anything whether it be moral civil rights or whatever like is it it's great yes it's it's truly great and like i would want them to do that but it's not that's not their job like it's it's not their job like people are more mad at the nba for sitting out than congress being in recess for a month during the pandemic so it's like anything to me at this point it's like anything that they do is just icing on the cake Yeah, you know anything? Anything that they do, no matter how small, you know, you know, like a lot of times, like we look and it's like, oh, they're all they're doing is starting a conversation. All they're doing is starting a conversation, blah blah blah. Like, what action are they doing? But at the end of the day, I just don't. It's just that's just not even their role. So for them to be doing the extra stuff in the WNBA too, I don't want to leave them out of the conversation either. Like anything that they're doing that is extra is is only helping. Uh, And I and the reason I say this is just because I'm not confident in one that these players the, the vast understand. majority uh i think there are exceptions but i don't think that the vast majority of these players are even in a position to be informed or educated enough to really understand what is needed to truly understand the type of initiatives to create macro level change um so it's so I have no problem with them, you know, just doing small things, just doing things micro level in their community. Um, I personally, I just don't have a problem with it. I feel like at first I kind of did to a certain degree, or at least I was like more mixed feelings with it. But when they came out with their initiatives, I can't say like, oh, like they didn't have a plan. They don't have initiatives, blah, blah, blah. And then they have their initiatives and then be mad at their initiatives because right. it's like, because that's their initiatives at the end of the day uh like what i had wanted different initiatives more i i feel like personally would have been impactful or more widespread initiatives i mean yeah like i don't think that i mean i don't think that opening voting polls for arenas is the biggest deal in the world like i think that was, i mean i personally i just thought it was a little overblown like we're in 2020 the biggest vote voter suppression right now is mail-in voting we're supposed to not even be voting in person because of coronavirus um you know are they going to help people with transportation to these arenas are they going like there are people in low-income families like don't even have the time nor money to just like call out of work and go stand in line and vote like you know what I mean like there's, there's so many variables that I feel like they didn't really account for and it was kind of short-sighted just given the fact that all of this seems kind of I don't want to say rushed but just like put together in a short period of time like it's not like this was something that that they had planned I assume for weeks in advance and then they're like okay like this is the day you know we're gonna do it so that's just my biggest thing I think that we just have to take a step back and realize that these these just aren't our leaders like there shouldn't be our leaders like and even within the NBA circles LeBron shouldn't even be the leader but he is because you know he's the most popular he's the most famous he has the most money and that's and then you take it out to a wider spectrum in the black community. We just look at people who are the most popular, the most famous and have the most money, AKA the NBA players and think that they should be doing more than what really they're quote unquote, you know, required to do.
1: Yeah. I personally feel like when you make that type of money and you're making it off of one singular community more so, I mean, I guess they're making it off of various communities, but you do owe yeah, you do should have some type of moral.
0: I mean, right? yeah, but again, but but like but I'm not to I understand,
1: this. right? And I understand it's not necessarily their job, and it's nothing wrong with that. Like dudes want to play basketball, like it's no crime in that. But yeah, that goes over to sort of, over the more prominent issue of why does why do we look for celebrities and people with money because they have money and they're talented at um something to be our social guides and moral guides. And I said that when this. Recent, like all these recent events started kicking off. I mean, I've been saying that for years, but I said that most prominently when all these recent events started kicking off with the George Floyd's and just everything that's been going on. Beyonce Taylor, like, why do we stick c- cameras in Ti's face? Like, he does not speak for or killer mike mic. Like, I don't really personally like some of them will do good work. Some of them, uh, I have some very strong opinions about. But uh yeah, like why? Like, like you know, like somebody brought up one time how the LGBT community does not go to ellen when they need change like they're not she's not the first person they speak for so why is lebron james who i'm sure has you know good intentions but i mean when he was 18 i don't think he signed up to be you know the voice of the black community for global change to to this degree i mean i'm sure you you have money and you have excess amount of money so you at some, this this goes back to my original point. At some point, I feel like you should have some moral obligation to try to help other people, but that's not necessarily your job. And you know, like they're basketball players. You know, like if if they came out and they wanted to be honest and they say, "Hey, I just want to play basketball." You know, obviously I want change, but I personally don't want to lead. I don't want to do any of this shit. Like, I would honestly like. I mean, I would commend them for just being straight up and honest about it. Like, you know, you just want to do your job, and you know. It wouldn't be the way I would go about it, but I can't be mad at somebody because they don't want to be an activist. Right. Because I
0: feel like, you know, being an activist is – it takes a certain level of –
1: Understanding. And that, well, understanding
0: and sacrifice. And sorry that, to cut you off.
1: Like, I do want to just say, like, the WNBA players – uh, they always go. way... I mean, women in general just always, always kind of go way harder, especially earlier in the stages of the revolution. So I didn't want to leave them out. Um, I know yeah, no,
0: hundred percent. And like, and they have so much more to lose just because they're not even an established league. Yeah, and they don't have anything.
1: Like, yeah, I don't exactly. mean that as a as a knock. I just view that like.
0: But but the fact that they don't have anything honestly makes it more impressive to me that they're willing to you know go as hard as they do because they could easily you know. Or at least compared to the NBA, just dissolve as an entire organization. Like if they sat out the season, but like
1: that's that also could be probably
0: to their entire league.
1: But that's know? also like, probably one of those things where it's like you can't miss what you don't have. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if you're if you have a million dollars and somebody asks you, "Hey, bro, we need to protest, and this is going to cost you half of your net worth," and you just got a billion dollars, you're going to be like, "Damn!" But if you only got $25,000, you're gonna be like, Well shit, I'm broke anyway. Like I might as I don't know. I
0: mean, it works both ways. Like, yeah, I mean, twenty five thousand, like you that you're gonna need that money. You
1: no, know yeah, you it mean? definitely I'm just saying sometimes like sometimes people look at it both ways. I've seen people I definitely agree with what you're saying. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying it can all sometimes right. people like when they get like I don't have it, so you know what I'm saying, like right, right. I yeah, can't really miss. <laughs>
0: People definitely get greedy. That's definitely true. Um, so yeah. So I don't know. It's just it's just interesting. I mean, they're back. You know, they played with recording this on a Sunday. Um, you know, they they played their first games last night. Uh, I don't know. Did you did you watch?
1: Um, yeah. I yes. I ended up watching I, I, on the last podcast, which is obviously not going to be released. I asked you where you're going to watch and I said i feel iffy about it but I mean I thought about it I guess like you said they got their they did get something together they got their coalition I mean keep saying coalitions they got their um, action items agendas whatever you want to call them down and honestly it was just nothing else to do <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean it was to the point where it was like either that or rest in peace watch um, Chad with movies I mean not yeah. that, that wasn't a valid option too I'm just saying like it's Ain't really much out here to do in these streets.
0: No, no, that's definitely true. I had yeah, I, I tweeted yesterday, said so I got a haircut and I'm still on the side. Like life, life is life is crazy right now.
1: Yeah, I don't get but, those no more because <laughs> it's nowhere to go. Like, it's doing. Nah, I got to get up for
0: my own my own mental health. Nah, I feel that. <laughs> I, I, I gotta I do get it about mental health. I've been, I was thugging it out for months and I was like, bro, I feel like I'm, I don't wanna say depressed because I don't wanna diagnose myself, but I definitely was feeling different, like looking at myself in the mirror, just looking
1: homeless. I think I got one when this, like around the time this first started, so I'm like March, like my job sent us home for like work from home around like the 20th or something around there. So I had some around March and I don't think I got the next one until, I know I didn't get the next one until July, the weekend <laughs> before July 4th and I'm just going to go to the end of September now because I got one event actually to go to. So I'm like, I won't get a haircut. It's going to be for that.
0: I know. I feel that. So, but going forward before, you know, we finish up, like they, like they're saying, they're doing like a coalition, Um, you know, like, so I'm, so I guess what we don't know, you know, what they're going to actually do, but what sort of things would you want them to do Uh. Going forward, or even taking a step back, what sort of things would you have wanted them to do um, or fight for if they, for, for like for example, had like canceled this season, um, or just had extended the boycott, you know, longer?
1: Um, it's a good, good question. Um, I, I guess like, what, what are we? what are we asking so if you're asking it from the owners like what are we asking them? like what is your angle because you can make this very broad but it's not probably not going to get much of accomplished in, in what you're asking or you can make it very specific are you asking for equal like better pay for union for uh, um arena workers and hire more black people in front offices um or are they asking for police reform um to act because let's be real you're gonna have to ask some of these owners to stop donating to causes that are hurting players and the secret behind some of this is some of these owners i would say the nba from from what i've read nba owners tend to skew younger than like the nfl and tend to be less of like the air quotes boy club environment
0: man i don't know about that they still got some donald sterling's up open
1: no that's what i'm saying i'm saying tend to uh, from, I, I'm not saying for sure. I, I don't know like, from my readings, but I, I do know like they say the average age of NFL, NBA owners a little, little younger. But like you said, there's still some Donald stones in there. You know, what I'm saying the Magic's ownership. I heard some things about the Spurs ownership. Like some of these owners are not as progressive as, um as you know, you want. So then it goes to the point where like, are you okay? Like you have to ask essentially your boss to be like, hey, these are your views but these views are heard in my community and I'm not going to play for your organization or your league until you stop donating money to this campaign. Um, Which then gets into the point of like, or these issues, it gets into the point of like, do you want to work for somebody that doesn't have your same political or social goals? Which is a deeper question for people because at some point you are going to work for somebody or with people that don't. And like how far is too far? Um, Right. And I know that's a long to answer, but I mean, I would say they would have to You'd have to, like you said, these people aren't equipped. Like I don't think people who play for them. I was reading some stuff about the Orlando owner Magic ownership. I don't think dudes who play for the Magic know that much about the ownership of the Magic. I would just assume,
0: but like yeah, pro- I mean,
1: probably not. I, yeah, you're right? I, yeah. But you would have to research that and be like, okay, this is the guy that's paying, or this is the family that's paying my checks, and they're donating to these causes which are actively hurting Black America or Hispanic America or you know, um. PLC America. So I mean like I would say I would want people to stop donating to the police <laughs> straight up. Like as like stop donating to these police departments. Um invest more money in low income neighborhoods. Stop um um with the abortion stuff. I mean you know, things like but I mean that I mean, you know, that's just that goes to the point where these dudes aren't activists and at some point, you know what I'm saying, like you're asking to do job of politicians. So, I don't know. My number one action I'll be like, stop donating to the police department and donate to low income neighborhoods and to increase housing. Um, work with black owned businesses. Because these arenas, when these teams are good, like all the restaurants and bars around the neighborhoods are popping to watch basketball games or even football games, you know, when that, those come back. Um, invest in black owned bars and partnership with black owned. Um, I, you know like this is kind of on the spot but just partnering with black owned businesses to, that uh, are around arenas to you know help different disenfranchised communities or people from disenfranchised communities I, you know like I don't know if that's the answer you're looking for but no,
0: I mean I wasn't looking for anything I was just more so curious because I mean it, it, I definitely felt like I don't know I felt like a little I don't know something left to be desired when I saw you know, their initiatives. Um,
1: Who would you think, want? But
0: I don't want to be the type of person to just complain about problems and have no solutions, you know.
1: Who would you want? Um,
0: I mean, definitely on the same, the same wave as you in terms of, you know, partnering, even if it's just having, you know, in in arena uh, personnel be more people of color, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, like you could have black food trucks in selling food in the arenas you know um but on a more macro level i get and it just depends really on which way they want to go like for example the bucks started this whole thing uh, and i think it's interesting to note that they really started this whole thing just with them like they didn't necessarily mean for this to be an nba wide thing which i think is fine but i don't think they necessarily handled it the right way with not really communicating that because i think it ended up Kind of getting co-opted and turned into another thing. Like this was like a Milwaukee thing, like a Wisconsin thing. Right. Um, what like when the Bucks did it, uh, and it kind of turned into a national thing because you know, how would it look if you know the Bucks said that we're going to forfeit? Which is an actual sacrifice. Like they were really, they were willing to lose the game. Um,
1: yeah, because, yeah, yeah, it was, it was a game five against Orlando. It doesn't, it
0: doesn't matter though. It's but still I get a what Game like as a as a basketball player, like that's still something. Like at the end of the day, it's it's still it's a playoff game. It's something. Like me I mean, have I sacrifice if it was a game like, seven. I don't know. I have no, I have no that's idea. That's a
1: sacrifice, but I feel you.
0: Yeah, I have. I know. Yeah, I. I don't know. I. I can't speculate what they would have done. I don't know. You know, if, if all this happened, you know, two weeks later, and they're you know in Game Seven against you know the Heat or something, like would they have done the same thing? I have no. I have no idea. I'm. You know, what I'm saying I'm not there. Uh, you know, they could have left the bubble as well, just as a team. Like, there's definitely bigger sacrifices they could have made for sure. But I'm not gonna just. I guess minimize yeah, yeah. what they actually did do. Um. But with that being said, it was just like, you know, they put everybody in a bad spot in terms of, you know, if they go out there and play, then it looks like they don't care. You know, if the, if the team behind them, if the, the game's going behind them, um, it just looks like they wouldn't play. So I guess it turned from a local thing to a national thing, which is fine. But I would have liked, liked for each local team to have specific – initiatives for their owner in their city because I think each city is different in what they need you know um, I mean voting is cool like I guess everyone needs voting to a certain degree but I, I wouldn't say that that's the number one you know pressing issue right now again when the big the biggest voter suppression at least in 2020 has been mail-in voting you know not even necessarily in-person voting um, so that's I think I would have liked to see each team kind of I don't know. Brainstorm their own personal things within their community um, to make it more more personable for each city, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, one thing I'm thinking now too is like, I know uh, I think the Minneapolis school district cut their ties with the Minneapolis Police Department um, for security in schools. So I mean, arenas have. I mean, obviously you need some sort of security. I feel like when people say this, they go the opposition to this idea goes like way left or right in this in this
0: uh, scenario. And I mean, yeah, there's private security companies, right? Like let's hire. cut, you know, there's, cut. Police are not the only people who secure right.
1: If police are going to kill, if police departments are going to take, are going to harm people of color, then cut your contracts with them, which is another way of defunding them, and um, hire private security companies that. Maybe I run by people of color or, or have actual sensitivity training to uh, deal with different race issues and minority groups that basically just aren't going to shoot the first black guy they see that causes problems because he has a fitted cap on and they think, you know, he's straight out of a rap video or something.
0: Yeah, the, yeah, the fact that the Warriors haven't really been held accountable for that whole Messiah Ujiri situation is, is pretty crazy to me.
1: Well, you know they're gonna say he was he's um alone, lone wolf.
0: Well, I mean that's fine. They can say all. Of the, well, one they haven't really said anything. Period. So that's well, that's that probably the,
1: biggest, the yeah. That's probably the thing that they're gonna. I'm just saying, like you know, when, when stuff like yeah, this yeah. happens.
0: I mean, I feel that, but it's just like that guy was like an like was like the sheriff. Like he was just off duty at the time, and uh, he lied. Yeah, and he lied, but like, even and my biggest it,
1: thing is, if you're gonna lie, then you're gonna have a. It's one thing to lie. It's nothing to lie and think you're going to get away with it when you have the camera on your chest.
0: Right. Well, and the crazy part about that whole thing is that even though that video came out, they're still standing by their story. Like, they're still suing Masai Ujiri.
1: I mean, when you're that deep into the lie, you've got to, got to stand by Yeah, it. I
0: mean, I guess so. I guess at this point, you have no choice but to write it out. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just... It's just uh it's just, it's just crazy. I feel like it's it's a difficult conversation that I feel like doesn't really have any concrete answers because there's so many ways different ways to go about. I mean, everyone kind of I I assume has the same goal, but like there's no blueprint otherwise we wouldn't have the problem. So it's just hard, you know, just to get everybody on one accord let alone figure out the actual best solution. So I don't know, I don't like I just don't want to be the type that's, you know, complaining um you know about things that people are doing instead of you know worried about what i'm doing you know what i mean like i feel like it's easy for people to just complain about you know oh you make this much money you're not doing this and this and that and this and that uh so i don't i don't want to come off that way um but i don't know i just it's just it's just it's just a difficult conversation
1: no that's fair Like I said, I just feel like when you make so much money, like as the NBA and sports leagues do off of black labor, uh, black fans, black money, I just feel like you should have some moral obligation to at least say something, do something that's positive. And I'm not saying they're not. The NBA has definitely done more than other leagues. And we discussed this in the last podcast, but I mean, it's not saying much because the bar is so low. But, you know, like I said, they've done more. Um, But at the end of the day, like you said, these guys are not politicians. Like they are not congress members so you know these dudes grow up playing basketball you know they're almost i mean i don't want to go i'm not gonna go that far i, I, I have something in my mind i'm going to say i'm not going to say it but they're just so you know they're basketball players a lot of them that's i mean that's the, a lot they, of them are their number
0: one focus i think yeah i was
1: gonna say that's I think one thing know.
0: that came out like i mean shit, i'll say i don't know if this is what you want to say but a lot of these dudes don't really care as much as we would like them to and that's just a fact like, and that's what happens when you have money. Like, I think uh, it gets to a certain point where you get kind of out of touch, whether, regardless of how you grew up, you get kind of out of touch with reality when you get a lot of money. Like, and, that's I was definitely gonna, to, and to they don't an take activist, the time. You have to be an expert. Like, you have to really know all your shit.
1: Right, and, and, and they do you know, the time. Just, so.
0: And I wouldn't even, you know, I wouldn't even say that I'm necessarily equipped to be an activist. And I'm somebody who, you know, tries to read all the time. Like, at least, you know, within the past year or two um so it's not even like it's not even on a on a like i'm you know better than anybody or whatever it's just it's just the facts of the it's just the facts
1: right and i like i said i'll I walk back the statement i don't you can definitely educate yourself but on other things but i'm just saying i find that a lot of people with musicians and a lot of athletes and people who are great at one thing they almost sometimes some people some of them it, it, they just box themselves off and they're like, they don't take the extra time to, to you know, learn about other things and, and neither do regular people in some cases. So I'm not going to, you know, call out yeah. for the fame, but I'm just saying like, we look to them and this is like, these dudes play basketball. A lot of these dudes play basketball 24, like they play basketball more than you go to your nine to five you know what i'm
0: saying. Oh, 100%. So like
1: they don't they can't you it's only 24 hours in a day. I know people say you don't sleep don't but like it's it is a human cap on what you can do <laughs> what you can be an expert at. And if you're going to be the greatest basketball player of all time, then you're probably not going to have enough time to, you know, be also the greatest painter and, you know, a TV director. But, you know, sometimes it falls it takes away from you learning about activism and stuff my point is a lot of these dudes are black and i just don't understand how you can't just see the intersection of all this because even while you're being the best basketball player of all time or an all-star you're still a black person and you still have to deal with this at some level
0: i mean i feel it but then you know but then some of them don't you have your your ojs of the
1: world right you (laughs) buy your way out of it to a certain degree so
0: yeah, it is what it is. This will be, I know, not that this is super relevant to the podcast, but this is definitely relevant to Speech Club when, when you uh, read up on WEB. Uh, the boys. You know, his, yeah, his talented 10th tenth, talented tenth theory in terms of education and leadership and all that stuff. Uh, but I don't want to get too deep uh, into that. So I don't know. Do we have any final thoughts before we, before we wrap this oh. up? I feel like we covered everything.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I'm a big big fan of that theory. I've read some of it before.
0: Well, you'll, you'll, you'll have time to discuss it on
1: Wednesday. Yeah, that's a, that's an, another thing. But um, I'm I will say you know I'm happy they got some done. Um, I'll say this just to repeat what I said on the last podcast that won't come out. I am disappointed but not surprised that they didn't cancel this. Um, I don't think they should have been there in the first place, even before all of this. This coronavirus, it's just other issues at fact, that, that the NBA, as much as people saying, oh, it's called, it's a good getaway for kids and all this, it's it's a distraction. And we have other things that need to be done, but I do understand that dudes need to make money and want to make money. And it's not a crime (laughs) if you have the opportunity um, to continue to, you know, make sure you're well off. So.
0: Yeah. And then with, and with all this, I hope that they, you know, continue to donate if, if they already are, or start donating if they haven't, or, you know, if you make more money, then hopefully that means that more money is going back into the community, you know, in theory, You know, if they're fighting for more money, hopefully that means they're fighting for more money, you know, to have more disposable income to donate to causes that they want. You know, like in in theory, that would be, you know, the best case scenario for why they're fighting to have more money is just to, you know, recycle that money into the community. So, you know, we'll see again. My my last thought is, you know, I don't want to ignore the WNBA uh, because they've probably been doing this you know, longer than the NBA and definitely have gone harder than the NBA. I mean, when Uh, somebody
1: sacrifices a whole year of their career, was it two or more? Was it actually two, two seasons? Well, and you know, not to be, I mean, I feel like women's careers are already shortened because I mean, the physical strain on their body, obviously pregnancy can take off years out of your career and everything. So when, and like you said, they already have less. So when you're doing that, that just shows you how hard you should go. And when you, you compare that to the what the NBA has done, it just looks kind of, kind of effy. But you know, but something's being done. So, you know,
0: yeah, it is what it is. You know, we'll you know we'll see. And in the meantime, you know, we'll uh, watch the Clippers get this ring. <laughs>
1: uh you haven't seen a ring in a while. That brother's starving.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kawhi got one. He's he got a ring oh, for all. Of them. Here we go. All right. Well.
1: <laughs> All right, You're the same people that said that Portland was going to beat the Lakers. No,
0: I never said that. Stop that right there. I'm editing that out cuz I never said that. Stop that right there. I'm editing that part out. I can't believe you even I'm I'm hanging up. <laughs> All right. All right, bro. All right.